0: yo what up street gods eric kim all right uh, turbo thoughts first turbo thoughts get get lululemon uh, license to train shorts on clearance so cheap i just got what kind of thing that's called faded zap in a uh, size medium normal price is like 100 bucks uh clearance black friday was only 50 bucks all right totally worth it and i just bought it with apple pay super easy okay so Turbo Thoughts. Uh, Uh, A lot of a lot of thoughts this morning, which is always a a good thing. So pragmatic tip, if you're all about thinking, if your passion is thinking, uh, I think the best way to approach things is once you wake up in the morning, take an icy cold shower. I haven't taken a warm shower in almost about seven years. Cold showers are uh, the way. Um, And then, you know, go to the kitchen if you have an espresso machine or whatever coffee machine you have, just have a bunch of coffee. Um, new pro tip is, uh, get some like, um, matcha green tea powder. I just got some cheap stuff at the Costco business center or me- got on Amazon. I remember just drink a little bit of that. Um, I think there is this hybrid synthesis between black coffee, no cream, no sugar, no fake sugar, no stevia, no coconut milk, no goat milk, no hemp milk, no oat milk, no milk, no milk, no almond milk. Just black, 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 black. Like my Maybachs on backs on backs, right? Um, and then just, uh, you know, once you sufficiently caffeinated and perked up, just, uh, use your iPad Pro. I'm using the iPad iPad Pro, the small one, the, um, not the small one, the normal one. Uh, I'm using the M1, the M2's out. If you don't have an iPad or iPad Pro yet, get the iPad Pro M2. Uh, totally worth it. Um, I think it's like a trillion times better than the iPhone Pro. I think, I think actually the iPhone Pro is it's either for lemmings and or maybe poor people, because like Kanye said, right? It's like couldn't afford a car, but her she named her daughter Alexis. Yeah, right. And it's funny because in America, at least at this point, um, it don't matter how poor you are, everyone could afford an iPhone Pro, which is actually very interesting. It's like, you know, now that Apple's become kind of like this like uh, sleazy loan shark bank, you know, you pay what, 30 bucks a month, 50 bucks a month? I don't know, for like 10 years, <laughs> you could always have a new iPhone Pro, right? So it's like, <laughs> it's like... Man, that's the thing I find so disingenuous about Apple now is like, you go to the product pages, like, you know, it used to be just like, oh, you know, it's 9.99. It's like, cool, that's, that's what it costs. But it's like, oh, or as low as $33 a month if you did it. And then the reason why that's so disingenuous is once again, like, people in America who don't know any better, they're gonna be part of this, like, pay 50 bo- bucks a month, I don't know, pay 100 bucks a month to Apple indefinitely until they die in order to have the newest iPhone Pro, right? To flex on whatever, but I don't know, who knows? Maybe at the end of the day, it's a good thing because the iPhone Pro is essentially the new de facto uh, camera of choice and it's good for photographers, street photographers because now, you know, it's, it's really it's really good. Like it's, um, I almost see the, the iPhone Pro, um, the new, new one. Um, the image quality is at least as good as the Ricoh GR um not the grd3 the gr3 the the og og one the the really small one the one that came out like 10 years ago the one that came out around the same time as the m i like m9 uh true story when the like m9 came out i was testing it i was also testing out the og rico gr3 uh not not the new new one the the one that came out like 10 years ago separately i returned both i was actually sadder to return the rico gr3 than i was the m9 isn't that funny So for most people, the iPhone pro, 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 pro is probably going to be a really great camera for street photography, photography, anything in general, creative. Um, Like I said in the past, at this point, Apple is a photography camera company. It's a photography company. Mm. So even now, you know, Apple Photos, shout out. You guys are the goats. You guys are the goatiest of the goats. Um, Each each Apple Photos meeting, y'all should just be like, bah, because y'all know you're the goats. But um, anyways, the photography is important. Photography is the way, it's people's new way of communicating. Um, <clears throat> you know, the way that people Snapchat messages to each other or iMessage or FaceTime, whatever. The, the camera, ca- at this point, camera is God, right? So it's like, you remember the whole like, Pixar didn't happen and even nowadays like you know you know friends and family is like oh i'm dating this thing i'm like, oh yeah i pick up them yeah. or you know, meet some new moms oh you gotta pick up your kid yeah it's 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 so much better to show somebody a photo of the thing than to talk about the thing in my opinion to get a better sense um i mean it's kind of like low-key like oh, it's better to talk about people i don't know i'm i'm visual i like i like photos i think there's uh good information in in photos which is difficult to tell in other forms of information but anyways um so oh yeah so i have a bunch of coffee walking around. um the voice dictation app uh function is actually insanely good you could use it on your ipad or iphone um you know that little microphone button that nobody uses right touch that and just start talking like just see how good it is so good right like I think the only reason people don't do it because they're afraid of looking stupid in public, talking to their phone, or like, hey Siri, whatever. But it's probably the most effective thing, even just being like, hey Siri, take a note, da-da-da-da-da, is a good way to jot down turbo thoughts when you're driving, um, or be like, hey Siri, call, da-da-da-da. It's really, really useful. Or tell Siri to turn on alarm, or say, hey grandma, I've turned on like 20 alarms. I like, oh, I gotta turn off all these. all my, like, can I do this? I'm like, hey Siri, turn off all my alarms, right? And then he's like, I turned off your 30 alarm. Oh, thank God. Okay. But anyways, <clears throat> um, also a good way to vlog is uh, iPad, iPad pro, whatever. I'm just holding the iPad pro with two hands and I'm looking straight at the, the two cameras facing me and I'm just shooting it. Um, the 0.5 X, the, the, the wide, wide mode. I think I'm just shooting 720, um, P 30 FPS. The reason I like to shoot 720 P is that, um, uh, an easy workflow <clears throat> easy workflow on the iPad is you can just open up the Safari tab youtube.com/upload and you can start uploading your videos directly from your iPad and it's funny cuz like you click a video right there's that little like dial the pinwheel thing that's like you know preparing your video and it usually takes like 30 to 40 50 seconds sometimes even up up, to, uh, up until a minute depending on the size of the video um, and so 720p is the way because it just uploads quicker and it also processes quicker. Um, the, the funny thing is that even if you have the world's fastest, I don't know, gigabit, trigonet, figonet, nanonit, internet connection, um, on the YouTubes, the processing times are really long. So like, you know, even while I was in, uh, South Korea, right, shooting 4k, 5k, 60fps, like the the video itself would upload relatively quickly but it would take like two hours to process the video because like um i think that's the the achilles heel of the internet right now is the processing speeds and also the internet uh uploading speeds i think for most places in the world outside of south korea right the, the, the wi-fi is just so like even in america it's like yo we invented the internet we invented arpanet it's like why does it suck so much like it, it's quite a uh, it's quite shameful but anyways um he or she with the fastest internet connection shall win why because you could create your own solo media empire upload more stuff with less friction and just uh keep streaming more but anyways and i'm like even at, like, i have like t-mobile and i'm like man should i to switch like verizon or get google fi or something else because like t-mobile sucks it's like yes yeah, no no bueno but anyways um so yeah just start start vlogging your thoughts walk around um also i find that typically my thoughts feel much more elevated or highly or lofty when i'm just kind of outside because when i'm indoors i feel trapped um i read this one theory that like if you need to focus and you know do your taxes or whatever it's good to be in a small bunker like room but if you want to have big lofty thoughts it's good to just like be out and then just like look out into the distance it's, it's kind of good for your eyes and your brains and typically just my my thoughts uh, work better this way um and yeah and i think that more and more people should start uh, vlogging because um i think vlogging is such an effective way to to share your thoughts to share your soul who knows maybe one day somebody will <laughs> take all my youtube videos and just like hey turn me into an ai and just like reprogram me to say whatever's like uh um, do a do a fake of Eric Kim. Eric Kim deepfakes, <laughs> Mister Deepfakes.com. <laughs> deepfake some uh, black people men, members. Um, but yeah, I think uh, that's a, that's a good way to start off the day. Also, um, uh, oh, so another thought I had too is, is, is like, what would a Spartan do? We like? people always a like, WWJD. What would Jesus do? I was like now, what would Jesus do? What would a Spartan do? WWSD. What would Spartan do? What would the Spartan do? Or what would King Leonidas do, right? Um, actually, before Sam was born, we didn't know if he was going to be a boy or girl. Like, is like... I thought, like, Leonidas would be a good name, but, like, it's a little bit long. And then Leo, you could go up Leo, but I know too many people in America named Leo, so, oh, that's not unique enough. But anyways, um, so one thing that I thought about street photography was kind of cool is that, like, uh, you know, Spartan street photography. Essentially, the... The street photographer, in today's world, we're kind of like the new modern day Spartans. I mean, it takes lots of balls, chutzpah, courage, audacity um, to to shoot photos of people and public and strangers with or without permission. Um, truth be told, I think it actually takes more courage to approach a human being and ask for permission uh, and talk with a human being than just to shoot it candidly. Um, this is something that I've discovered when I, uh, traveling the world you know know, all these famous street photographers like at the really upper upper echelon uh, level of street photographers mostly dudes they tend to be dudes some some women most of them tend to be dudes they're kind of these like weird um very socially insecure people who kind of like neurotic and I don't think, I think the reason they don't like, quote, quote, street portraits asking for permission is that they, they themselves they just cannot talk to a stranger or have the courage or the guts or the, um, the heart to approach another human being and have a conversation with them. And then, so, if I philosophize a bit about it, I think some street photographers, um, their approach and methodology to things that, like, they, this is, this think about this more, like, aesthetic, philosophical, like, they hate, they themselves feel miserable and they kind of feel tormented in their soul or whatever. And their word, way to get revenge or to get back at the world is to photograph strangers as a form of like revenge and so that they're actually anti-human they're actually not pro-human whereas other street photographers who could actually have a conversation with people and love people um they they love people i think it's a much more honest approach and um the question is when you're photographing somebody are you like you know stealing their soul like you know like a the Little Mermaid, you know, like Ariel. Uh, na, 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 na. And then the Ursula steals her voice. Like, are you stealing the soul of somebody when you're shooting street photography or a photograph of them? Or are you making a street photograph with them? And it becomes kind of more of like a dance. Like, um, I mean, pro tip, right? Going to the streets, downtown, whatever. Da, 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 da. Like find the find the prettiest person you can, whether it be, I don't know, girl, boy, man, woman, whatever, whatever you're into, right? And say, oh, excuse me, da, 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 like you look gorgeous, or you look beautiful, or you look handsome, or you look swole, or uh, whatever adjective you wanted. Do you mind if I make a make a portrait of you? you Use make a portrait because you say take a portrait. You're like, I'm gonna take it from you, taking it from you, right? But you're making it, first of all, Americans don't talk that way, and secondly, it um, it's actually much more intentional, and also a portrait is quite nice. And then you can say, oh, after I shoot it, I'll just uh, I'll, I'll 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 either text it to you or I'll email it to you. It's funny because like a lot of like elite silicon valley people they don't like to share their phone numbers but i'm like it's just not a big deal it's like you text them the photo they'll they'll text you back say thanks you'll never hear from them again and then you can just delete their contact it doesn't really matter right um so it's so funny that people are so secretive of their personal phone number but so free with their email kind of bizarre i think it should be the other way it's like give everyone your phone number but to give nobody your email right uh that would be a much more interesting approach um uh or are like good enough for the technologies this is also a pro tip that i was thinking like the next time i shoot someone's like a, someone's wedding for a friend or somebody for for free what i'm gonna do is i'm just gonna pull up my rico gr3x shoot it all in jpeg and then when i'm done shooting the wedding i'm gonna bring my the was it the iphone lightning to sd card adapter you know the small one and then i'm gonna plug my SD card into their iPhone, import all their photos to their phone and be like, all right, have fun, (laughs) have fun choosing the photos. (laughs) Because like, I love shooting the photos at a wedding. Oh, man, having to select the photo takes so long. It's like, you know, you can outsource that to them, especially if you're shooting the wedding for free. Like, that's, that's, uh, that's my thought. Oh, another pro tip. This might be a good business idea. Let's say you're a budding wedding photographer, right? Offer to shoot the wedding for free. but, uh, But then say, if you want me to select the photos for you or you know photoshop you not your skin looking so acne or you know to make you look less fat or something and then pay money for my um, my editing services my photo selection services my photoshopping services then people pay for that I kind of like this idea that like you could do something for free and then you could charge premium bucks for the other thing rather than um, trying to do it uh, the standard way. This is especially good if you're just like, you know, starting off and you're a newbie. Um, and it don't matter how rich people are. People love free, like, like like a rich-ass Asian person. You go to like a five-star hotel. You still finna, you're still gonna steal the towels. <laughs> you're gonna steal the towels. And then when they, when they, uh, when they don't give you back your deposit or they charge you for the towels, you're gonna call them back and you're gonna complain. You're like, hey bro, I spend a thousand dollars a night in this hotel at least let me <laughs> at least let me get the towels <laughs> but um um oh another pro tip you know if you give birth and da, 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 like from the hospital steal everything take everything from the hospital room um i think we even stole the the water jugs it was, it was quite clutch but anyways um <laughs> be shameless be shameless <laughs> just thinks like what would, what would an asian person do um and actually i think that's the funny thing with being like multicultural or bicultural is that like, you could just kind of leverage, leverage the, the things to your benefit. So for example, sometimes I was abroad traveling, I was shooting street photography, some people get angry at me and they start yelling at me or asking me in English, like, you take a photo of me. I just kind of give them the photo. <laughs> just don't say it, they just kind of like stare at them. Like, and even, even if you're Caucasian, right? You're traveling. <laughs> um <laughs> so when someone yells at you right just respond in german or something like nein danke good <laughs> um that's that's also the funny thing too is that people's like oh yeah that works because you're asian but i'm white uh, first of all white as a classification don't work right next time somebody asks me is like, eric what are you i'm white. i'm white <laughs> they look at me they're like you're not white <laughs> Mike. Yeah, yeah. Actually, it's very interesting. Uh, I was watching this PBS documentary on Asian Americans, and uh, there was this one guy who came from uh, India, right? And actually, the the initial notion of Aryan actually comes from uh, India. So, you know, Hitler's you know, Aryan race, blah, 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 right? It was kind of like this weird bastardization of um, the kind of like ancient, like kind of like Hindu Indian caste system where the Aryans were essentially the, the top in the caste system. So, Aryan was actually initially an Indian concept. So, anyways, it's like, and also Caucasian it means you're from the Caucasus region. So, you could actually be Turkish, right? From Turkey, right? Istanbul, and you're technically quote, quote Caucasian, you're technically quote, quote white but you look quote-quote ethnic right so you you know say white and then it's also funny too because like it's such a category thing uh category thing because what when polish people or italian people first came to america they weren't considered quote-quote white they're like you know there's all these negative slurs uh same thing with the irish etc but once a generation stays like one two three generations and you kind of have a lighter complexion then i guess you pass as quote-quote white um but um, but anyways, I like to use the term like Caucasian or just like American. And at the end of the day too, like there's so many silly um, racial politics in America, but maybe it's just easier we just all call ourselves American, right? It's like, eh, I'm American, you're American, right? And it's, it's all good. Like I have more in common with somebody who is like African-American, or Mexican-American who's grown up in LA than I do a Korean-Korean person from Seoul, South Korea. Um, you know, we all love In-N-Out, we all love, uh, you know, Mexican food, et cetera. Oh, um, uh, well, I, I was randomly just like walking through like um, Dave and Buster's and I saw some TVs and there's like uh, the Japanese um, soccer team or the football team, depending on what country you're from versus the Spain team. It was cool. Like look in Spain, there's like so much ethnic diversity. It looked like some like Afro Spaniards, some um, other types of Spaniards, etc. And then, you know, the Japanese team is co- Of course, everyone's just Japanese. Like it'd be very awkward if you saw somebody who was like, african japanese or you know blood half african half japanese on the team like you, you ain't finna see that you ain't you ain't to see that on the, the korea team either actually also the cool thing i think that um the german team um shout out to 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 um to germany us germans the german soccer team big fan i'm actually a big fan of germany i, I love people's was like, "Yeah, Germans are so." Da-da-da. I'm like, "Dude, Germans are like some of the, like the nicest, cool like y'all jelly because the Germans are so productive." <laughs> um, but anyways, uh, Germ- Germans and Germany's good. Um, and uh, <laughs> it's like the. I don't want to get into like uh, Euro politics. <laughs> like, yeah, I think in all of Europe, Germany might be the only really, really productive nation. Hmm. Yeah, I think I think I can say that. And I guess I guess the UK, but now they've they I think they've Brexited, right? UK's Brexited. I don't know. So like, while I'm all for the notion of the open borders and the unified euro eurozone, it it looks like it's a reality has shown it's not as effective as people might have thought it was. I think the difference between Europe, like eurozone, and also America is that. uh I mean, in America at least everyone shares more or less the same same language, right? Yeah, yeah we all speak English, right? Um, so I can still communicate with somebody from Texas and vice versa. Whereas if I'm from Portugal trying to talk to somebody from, um, you know, I don't know, Czech or something in a different language, it, it's it's much more difficult. So it's 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 bizarre if all these different countries all share the same currency. Um, the only thing they they kind of share is borders in the region, but uh, yeah, I think it's. Is different but anyways maybe everyone should just use bitcoin instead right <laughs> just uh make it transnational um so yeah anyways uh think about street photography yeah like we're essentially the the new spartans I, I kind of like the idea that uh the way we approach street photography it's like become a little bit less and become become more indifferent towards like failure or success whatever what's what matters the most is actually the courage you exhibit and the audacity and also like the only thing you should regret in street photography is if you wanted to shoot a photo of somebody or something and then you kind of chickened out or you want to approach somebody talk to somebody ask for permission whatever but you fail to do it that's the only thing i think we should be kind of you know not so happy about um and even if that does happen you know i think it's it's a good idea to take it in a good stride where um, you think to yourself, oh, it's okay, I didn't do it this time, but next time. Like, I think rather than regret as a form of self-flagellation, we're just kind of whipping yourself on the back, That I should have done this, I should have done that, I shouldn't have done this. Just be like, okay, things happened the way they happened. Um, One of the positive thoughts from Nietzsche is everything in life happened as it should have happened, which is kind of a nice thought, not like everything happens for a reason, because I don't think everything happens for a reason that kind of metaphysically makes no sense. I think uh, everything happens, everything happened, okay? And it happened a certain way, and the outcomes happened a certain way, whether it was to your liking or not, right? And that's just reality. But what you have control over is, um, if you want to change your approach to things next time, then you can do it. If you don't want to, that's cool too. <clears throat> and even if you're prepared the next time, you don't do it again, that's okay. Just try it again next time. I think the optimism is a, a good trait. Um, and so when in doubt, just ask for permission. It's it's like, and then if you get rejected, that's cool too. I like, actually I find that there's more courage in the rejection than the, the acceptance. Um, I was just thinking about it's like, man, pick up artists or that the whole thing's uh, courage, like, I think what 99 percent of what's holding people back is just the fear of rejection but once you conquer the fear of rejection or look in a fool it's kind of not a big deal and then also i've discovered too the you know if you want to pick up the the pretty girls or the ladies whatever once you kind of go beyond caring for acceptance rejection or what they think of you ironically enough you become more attractive and interesting or you could just kind of care less or it's kind of like when you're going to a bargaining agreement um you should always be <clears throat> prepared to walk away and not tied to the thing. That's actually the best way to get a good deal. And then who knows, maybe at the end of the day, you just realize you just don't need the thing. Um, but anyways, uh, Spartan Street Photography is the way, um, a good way to approach entrepreneurship and life. Um, and when in doubt, just risk it.